Do you currently have something on your plate that is bringing you a little bit of fear? Or maybe you know that you have an upcoming project or a difficult conversation that has you a little bit afraid. Well, this episode is gonna help you learn that fear is an opportunity. You're listening to the Dynamic Women Podcast. Each week, you'll be inspired by our global community of women. They'll share with you tools and stories to help you be dynamic in every area of life. He's your host, award-winning coach, and the CEO and founder of Dynamic Women, Diane Ralston. Hello, lovely Dynamic Women, and welcome to the Dynamic Women podcast. I am Diane Ralston, your host, and today, yes, we're going to talk about how fear is an opportunity And it's so great that we have Paula Kent here today because she's going to show us how we can turn fear around to work in our favor. Hello. Hello, Miss Paula. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm sure you're you're happy to be now in the guest seat. Well, I interview you. I appreciate you interviewing Sherry Lee before and you did a wonderful job. So kick it to kick it off. Like we just need to know who you are. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, happy to. Happy to be here. My name is Paula Kent, and I am an author, a writer, and a researcher. And I'm here because I have been fearful, and I have failed. <laughs> and I think, uh, and just really have had the opportunity to learn from my own mistakes and really contextualize fear. So yeah, that's what I want to uh, share from my own journey and things that have worked for me. And that, and uh, yeah, hopefully that, you know, something that I say today maybe resonates and, and we yeah. can all sort of, like uh, Michelle stated, move beyond fear, move beyond fear to fulfill the things that we hope and dream. Hope yeah. And yeah. And so you're coming at it from actually from twofold, one of the research piece of you've researched into it, but you've also felt it. And so you can probably share share some stories uh, really I do to I do have a couple <laughs> okay good yeah yeah now the honest truth is like we all experience fear right that knowledge alone it creates the fear of being fearful mm-hmm. and so you say the fear is an opportunity what is it about fear that you believe creates opportunity because it kind of sounds like it's not true <laughs> it does. It does. And I mean, you think about, you know, Winston Churchill, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. So it's, this is something it, it just runs through us all. And it's really, it's an organic and it's biological. Our earliest ancestor needed fear to save their lives. And, and yet life and, and, and everything has changed uh, so much. Yeah. And it's not just, it's not just fear of a tiger attacking us anymore now is put into our social and cultural stressors uh and one thing i just wanted to sort of share and start off with is this quote from judy bloom and i'm you know i'm a little bit older judy bloom she wrote that fantastic book that really resonated with me as a girl are you there it's me margaret but what judy bloom really uh says and it really struck me was each of us must confront our own fears and come face to face with them and how we handle that will determine where we go with the rest of our lives and to experience an adventure or just be limited by the fear of it and so for myself when I was able to place 
fear and reframe it, it lost its power. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, fear is an embodiment. And I felt fearful. It feels paralyzing in a, in a way. And like Michelle says, you know, it can stop you from an action, something that you're hoping for and dreaming. Yes. And that's where by reframing it, we are interrupting our own preconceived notions of ourselves. And those sometimes those preconceived notions keep us small and contained and cramped. Hmm. And that's what fear can do for us. Now, before I go any further, I really want to clarify, I'm not talking about mental health issues. This is those are definitely serious. We need professional help. And so living with depression, anxiety, This is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the times where fear just erupts over something that maybe is seemingly to someone else insignificant. Hmm. And that's, that's the fear that sort of Bloom talks about. And so whether it's a public speaking event right now or, or, or really anything or doing your own podcast or, you know, standing up at and speaking out in in a moment with passion. Those are things. And these are the ones that we can purposely face. So I've already sort of mentioned reframing fear is the opportunity and we remove its powers. We no longer will when you reframe it. And so that means stopping Hmm. It means breathing and breathing into a space. We remove the power over and now the fears inside of us. We are leveraging the power within ourselves. Mm. And that I think is a really important point. Stop, breathe, remove the power over and leverage the power that's already within us. There's a scholar by the name of. Oh, let me let me grab that again because oh, stop. Breathe, reframe, was it? Reframe and, and, those, and do those things. And all of a sudden, that power that you feel over, that embodiment of paralyzing and I can't, the I can't voice becomes the fuel, a rocket fuel. It's rocket fuel. And you can, it's the I can. Yeah. And you're just about to share a quote. And just before I, uh, you do that, you know, when uh, earlier on my camera went off and I had no idea why, and it wouldn't come back. And there was this like, ah, am I going to do the whole day without camera? What's going on? Ah, you know, that, that thing. And so I'm glad that, that you've given us this process of like, stop, breathe, <laughs> reframe and leverage. So tell us the quote that you were going to say there. Yeah. Yeah. So Joseph Campbell, I think this is really a big, important piece. And what will, what it means to me is, so Joseph Campbell, he's a scholar, an author, um, lots of different things that he's done, but he stated in an interview, I think it was about 1986, fear is that we fear losing ourselves of giving ourselves to some higher end. And so that I take that to mean that we fear losing that safe, small spot. And Michelle alluded to it. What if I'm successful? That's a real fear. And and I don't want to discredit that safety in the comfortable place because that's where it has gotten us here today. Like we've been safe. We've gotten to where we are today. And that is a lot of power and and it's, um, but it's our old ways. And Mm -hmm. so as we can, you know, do those things, we can stop, we can breathe, we can reframe. We're start, we're getting in touch with, the extraordinary being that we really are. And we're going to pull out 
from that dark spot, the, the fear. And once we do that and we examine it, there's the seeds of our potential, our passion and our possibilities. And that's, yeah, that's to me, the power of reframing. Yeah. Yeah. So you've given us the, the idea of like bringing fear over from this dark side right putting the light on it to bring the potential and the passion and the possibilities mm-hmm. but after reframing fear as an opportunity like what's next what what happens then yeah yeah so we pull it out and you know the dark side of us isn't the nasty or whatever i you know people sometimes put it as dark and light i think beautiful things happen in the dark and i won't go any further down that path but you know it's it's there's wonderful things in in the dark in the intimate pieces of ourselves And so when we can reframe, and I'm going to be really honest, this is hard. It's easy for me to say, and just, you know, stop, breathe, reframe. It's hard. And it is, takes mental awareness. Mm -hmm. And that's why having the knowledge and the steps is so important. So that, but the next part is we have to walk back. We have to deconstruct. And that's where everybody needs to engage their curious heart and their exploratory mindset. And that's not, that's not easy because this isn't about sitting in guilt. No, Um, it's not about feeling shame. This is not what it's about. It's about critical reflection and critical reflection is substantially different than just remembering. So I just want to share a little story right now um, where I had to deconstruct fear and in deconstructing it, it really changed my life. So I, I retired in 2017 and I jumped in and I, I went, oh, I'm going to do a master's. Yeah. And I did that. And I thought, you know, there was all those other fears that I thought I had really yeah. worked through. And one of the things that right at the very end where I was feeling really confident, fear erupted within me and I had to finish a, a research project to, to, to be awarded my master's. And every, I was paralyzed. I was insecure. I was, I was too stupid. This was interesting. This was a piece of crap. It was poorly. It was a full on body. I cannot do this. Mm. I had to take that moment and reframe it. And as I reframed it, and this is really so humbling is that I realized I wasn't afraid that it wasn't good. I put done my best. I was afraid I wasn't going to get the A plus that I desperately wanted. Didn't need an A plus, didn't need it. Uh, But that's what I wanted. And when I I realized that, that's when I was able to deconstruct it. That's when the insights come. So, you you know, you deconstruct it, really. You just tell yourself, you, you figure it out. But then all of a sudden, you're going to gain some valuable insights. And my insight was that I had lived so much of my my work experience and myself as being outside validation. It was humbling to realize that I needed outside validation for my own ideas and my own thoughts and my own to feel that, that I was valued, but not by myself. It was outside piece of it. And that humbled me. But what that insight granted me was peace. And more than that, it's grown into a defining insight that all I can do is my, is my best. I have my best voice. That's it. My best ideas. That's how I now honor myself. And that today is a driving force in my work, in my research, in the engagement of, that I'm doing with aging and anti-aging. 
and in my life. And it, it's, it's all we have to offer is for myself, the insight is my best. And yeah. for every one of us, it could, it'll be different. It'll be different to understand what that fear really is all about. Yeah. And thank you for sharing the story of when you were fearful. And if, if I can be so bold as to say the funny reason that you were fearful of not getting the A plus, and I love that you say, just do your best. You know, that's, that's what my mom used to say to me, but did you do your best? All I ask is you do your best. And so it's nice to, that you bring that back for me personally, but you speak of insight, honor, power within ourselves. And that other P word you said, peace. So how do, how do we harness the power side? Yeah, that's where critical reflection is so important because, you know, we're talking about fear and fear and the fear of failure and all of these pieces. And so as we, we critically reflect, we can unlock those insights. Yeah. And that, you know, that's where the, the gems are. That's where the gems of wisdom are. Yeah. And so as we uncover and deconstruct, many of these are such long taken for granted messages that we never even question. And at one point, maybe they, they really were important for us and they really protected us and kept us safe. But yeah. now it's about being vibrant and being bold. And that's the rocket fuel because when we unharness possibility within ourselves, we don't know where it's going to end. When we can harness and understand through our insights, you know, the passions that we hold now, now, you know, now we're cooking with gas. Right? <laughs> and, and it's also about self-care. When we take the time to deconstruct what it is that's holding us back, what it is that we fear, or it's the saboteur or, or any of these, the ugly voices in our head, yeah. The gift of love we give to ourselves. And as we give this gift, you know, as we breathe in this gift, we're clearing space. And all those gems that we have within ourselves, they rush in. It's like a vacuum. Like we clear it out of that negative voice, that negative yeah. feelings, and in whoosh, rushes. And, you know, to go back to the Joseph Campbell question, it's our st sorry, question statement. What we fear is losing ourselves. So we're fear of losing that safe space, that person who we know and, and like, but when we give ourselves that gift of insight, we are giving ourselves to that higher end. Hmm. And we are beginning to transform ourselves and our mindset. So there's this really cool word called apotheosis, which I, it means the highest point in the development of something. And I really feel that it, we have within ourselves, if today you take some time to really look back at what have you been fearful, you're now stepping onto a new path. And that path is a journey towards that, you know, we're never going to be the highest point but we're certainly going to be on our well on our way to being that. Yeah. 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 And you've mentioned Joseph Campbell a couple of times when we've talked about Joseph Campbell, I don't know, a couple year ago, two years, a few yeah. years ago, maybe I was so excited because I've studied Joseph Campbell. However, kind of an old guy, right? Yeah. A lot of people might not be familiar with him. So can you just let, let our audience know a little bit more about who he is and what his influence has been on your life? 
Yeah, yeah. So Joseph Campbell is a scholar. Uh, he wrote a book called um, A Hero of a Thousand Faces. And it was, I think it was 1949 or something. And uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's a bit dry. It's a scholarly. But what it is, is that we're all, it's the hero's journey. And, you know, just to sort of bring it into the, the 21st century here, you know, the hero's journey was really the basis of Star Wars. So you've got a hero and you transform through all of these different experiences. And with Joseph Campbell, he's influential because he's the, the uh, book I wrote, uh, Heroic Choices, is framed around a journey, mm. a journey um, very similar to uh, what... Joseph says uh, is in our myths and our legends. So just the work that he's, he did and he's done really resonates with me. And I do really believe that we are on a path with a personal growth. And as we can gather insights, as we can veil, as we experience fear, those are the opportunities mm-hmm. to learn. And yeah. so when fear comes up, I'm like, okay, Okay, I'm ready for you because it's going to continuously come up. Okay, take the time. Why am I fearful? Take that breathe. Why am I fearful? And really deconstruct it because all of a sudden that's just another sort of chink in fear's armor and this possibility and this light comes through. So, yeah. Yeah. And Joseph Campbell has his own model of the hero. Yeah. Journey into the belly of the whale and the story of Beowulf and all that. But you did come up with your own model. And uh, Mm -hmm. I think now would be probably be a good time to move into talking about your book. So and I know that you also have a gift for us. So maybe tell a little bit about the book and uh, a little bit about um, the gift that you have for everyone in attendance. Yeah, absolutely. So the book is uh, The Heroic Choices, and it's really a journey of of transformation. It's based on my own experiences. It's based on academic theories, Joseph Campbell being one of them. Also, the way humans uh, learn, the transformative power of learning. And so I've put that together. And what I've got for uh, everybody is a link to the first, the preface, the introduction and the first chapter. And included in that is a PDF of my own, the, the journey and the cycle of transformation. And specifically fear. Fear is just towards the bottom of the circle. And that's where I'm not saying hitting hitting rock bottom, but this is it's just that's the that's the inflection point. That's that's where we start to go back up and start on our journey. So that's what I've shared with everybody. Uh, they would love for them to buy the book for sure. But, um, you know, read the, those three pieces that I've shared really start off and then uh, the journey and you've got the PDF and of the cycles. So, yeah, yeah, that's off, awesome. And I love how I was able to, to be witness also to your journey of writing the book yeah. and getting over the fear and the excitement then of it. And when you were talking about the fear and like, oh, here it comes. And actually the vision that I had, if I can share is of the roller coaster and that click, click, yeah. click <laughs> anticipation of like, Oh boy. Oh boy. And then right at the top, you know how it just, it seems to stop that like, right. And I'm seeing that where the way you explain it is that's the like, okay, fear is coming. Fear is coming, but 
breathe, breathe into it. And this is going to be an exciting thing. And this is going to be a learning opportunity for me. And then the rush comes, yeah. right? Because yeah. leverage it, like you said, in, in those four points of what to do. And so as we kind of, we draw this to a close, uh, Paula, let us know, like, what are some final messages that you have for, for our listeners, for our audience here? Yeah, it's a great metaphor. I wish I had thought of it myself of the roller coaster. <laughs> Might just be stealing that one. But yeah, you know what? It's going to come back. Fear, like It's not a one and done, right? This is fear will erupt again. And, and I, I believe sometimes that the more we deal with our fears, oh, these other little secret fears start to bubble up to the top. And But reframing it is that opportunity. And, and it's just, it is the opportunity and it acts as a threshold. And as we cross through that threshold or as we hit the top, breathe, and all of a sudden, you know, we're in for a big ride, we're going to get more insights and it's going to enrich our lives. I cannot reiterate that enough. You can enrich your life by understanding your fear. And it's honest, critical reflection, which we walk back to our discomfort, push through it, Get break out of that small crap space, get out there. And yeah, it's going to feel risky, but we're pushing through our self-limiting beliefs and we breathe that possibility, potential and passion. And we we're fueled. It, it is, it is the fuel to achieve those hopes and dreams. So be bold and believe <laughs> in yourself because that's what fear really is about. It's just being, being bold enough to look at it and, transform your own self-belief. Awesome, Paula. And it really, it's all a testament to the title of your book, Heroic Choices, right? We all have a choice to change how we view fear and how we use fear. And so I love that you, that you brought us through that today. And I encourage everyone to grab the first chapter of the book, and then you'll be maybe swayed, right? Swayed to, to pick up the rest of it. Did you enjoy listening to Paula? So thank you again, Paula. It's, it's so great to have you walk us through that and to share the stories that you shared as well and your practical tips. Thank you so much for listening to the Dynamic Women podcast. What a joy it is to have yet another amazing guest on the show. If there is someone that you feel would be a really good fit, please email team at dianerolston.com. And if you haven't yet, hit subscribe and write a comment, even better, write a review. And when you do take a screenshot of it, email it to team at dianerolston.com with your mailing address so we can send you something in the mail. Until next time, everyone, stay dynamic. Bye. Thank you, Dynamic Women, for joining us today. Please hop on over to iTunes to subscribe and leave us a review. Who do you know who needs to hear our message? We'd love it if you'd share our channel with your friends and family. If you're ready to be more dynamic, have more balance and more success, head over to www.dynamicwomenclub.com forward slash free gift for your key to success book. Stay dynamic.